Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Can you, can you feel it? It's a decision tree. Gigi, what about Brandon Clark? <laughs> Them hits. That's what I would be like in that press conference. That's right. What about Adams? Yeah, this is like weird. <laughs> what about his replacement? What about Instagram Live? That's pretty good. That's this was not one of the uh, the more familiar. No, but I'm great. I, I loved that reference. When and, I heard you say that, I'm like, so I gotta pull it up. This is an underrated, totally Mike underrated. Song, for you, it meant Amen. more. Okay. It meant more to you. What about elephants? Like, Earth song. Yeah, like, what, like, what is better than this, bro? Here we go. Listen. Yeah. What about us? Yes. What about us? Well done, John. What about us? It is well done. Oh, I love working with you. So talented. Oh, an ad libber, man. Sometimes the references go above your head. Unbelievable. But yeah. if you're locked in with him, you yeah. you understand it's genius. What about Jamison? <laughs> Too late. Yes, he did. That's pretty good, man. That is special. That this song is so special to you. <laughs> Isn't it weird? You you played this one over and over. I'm a strange person. You are, man. Which what what you cling to is like what what Corey said yeah, in the beginning of the show. Like what is going on and what what is going on and hit your mind, son. It's a hell. Of that a, was the right question, wasn't it? I don't have CTE, but I think my brain should be studied. That's right. You know well, what I'm that's saying? The right question. <laughs> anyway, uh, everyone around this time we do the rundown. Let's go. It's The Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, we'll just recap this uh, just to get the rundown going. Memphis basketball wins the game yesterday on the road in Philly, 84-77. I don't think you really got the nuts and bolts like you like, so this seems like as good a time as any. You feel so guilty about it. Go ahead. It's opened up an opportunity for you. Uh, David Jones with a double-double, 23-10 and uh, for him. Don't forget them six deals. Yep, six deals. He had some big threes. Uh, he had some uh, very high leverage threes there. He, he Answer threes. He tends to do that. It's uh, really weird. They feel like bad shots, and then they go in. That's what the commentator said. He was, like, laughing. He was like, that was such a bad shot. They were having a little too much fun. I thought a little so, too. too. It was giddy, like, giddy. It, it was. It was a little but, much. It's their chemistry. I don't, who and was it? Uh, he, well, the one guy's the, the analyst has done the AAC games all, all year long. Oh, he's was like, it? Uh, he's done multiple O'Donnell. Tigers games. Was it yep. Mike O'Donnell? No, uh, it wasn't him. I don't remember. Crispin? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Mark Crispin? Is that his name? Mark or John? I mean, one or the other. I'm yeah. glad it wasn't that mafioso guy who was calling the UAB game after it. Oh, my God. Any, anything, the, what what they said that was right, though, is that you feel like watching Memphis, they could run off or blow a 20, 17 point lead and lose the game. True. Like the, the, the both sides, the heckling, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Hyde and what is it? Heckle and whatever. What is Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. That Good last Lord, 30 that seconds, up. though, was ridiculous. It took, I looked at the clock, it took like 12 to 15 minutes yes, for 30 seconds of basketball because they were doing a free throw contest. Well, they, even said, make free throws. they even said, ridiculous. they were like, uh, we, uh, you're, you're never going to get to UAB. No, FB. that's what they kept saying. <laughs> you're never going to get there. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, it was a uh, foul fest. Death taxes foul fest in college basketball. When when that kid hit that three, I was like, I'm dead. Uh, there, I'm there's, there's no way. It's crazy. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm hitting six and a half. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to go that way. And then uh, David Jones got that steal. 
That was that was the the first of the two that determined the game. I was like, man. Yeah. They eventually made free throws. Quarterly made two for you with me. Yeah. Good thing Temple couldn't dribble. They just kept picking their pockets. Yeah. Temple really couldn't do anything. Uh, it felt like uh, at least until the second half. Uh, now, did you see the? Uh, it was just I, I just noticed it the the interaction of the post game between Penny and Miller. No. He kind of he kind of like held him a little bit, like he was like talking to him. Now Miller and Jonathan Pierre were going at it. They were both they were both uh, given assessed te- double technicals. So I wonder if that was like, you know, people were like joking about, it. oh, it's the AAC penny handshake. You know what that means. Well, he got one from Temple last year. Yeah, he did. They should be on high alert. Yeah, that's right. Because Jordan right. played so well against And they played there, I think, last year too, I think, right? I think you're right. Um, so I think that's probably fair. But, yeah, Hysier Miller was the was the young man. Um, he didn't even really play that well, so I don't think Penny was like doing that. Uh, I think he was just trying to say, you know, like you know, hope hope everything. I don't I don't know I don't know what that interaction would sound like honestly, but something related to the Pierre dust up would be my guess, uh, but I don't know for sure. But Memphis gets the job done, eighty four seventy seven, and now it's about to get really real for this Memphis basketball team. No yeah. more uh, you know, no more sloppy joes in the dining hall, man. It's about to get you know these are serious teams. It's Tulane on Sunday, which again you're going to be a pretty big favorite. But then you're going to be an underdog at North Texas. You're going to be an at. You're going to be an underdog at SMU. You're going to be a slight favorite against Charlotte here at home, and then you're going to be a pick'em against FAU. If you can find a way in this three games, uh, four game stretch, or I guess five, you count Tulane to to be four and one, and one of your losses is to, to North Texas and SMU, or I, I should say, you have a chance to get an at large. Um, but it can't be anything other than that. You go anything. You go anything worse than four and one. You know you're out. I know. I watched uh, Florida Atlantic afterwards lose at UAB. Yeah. And I I don't know. Maybe it's just me. As as poorly as this has gone, just in terms of conference play and where you currently sit, mm-hmm. I just if 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 Memphis is hitting all on all cylinders with its talent, you see how Golden got punked. They're big yesterday. Got outplayed yes. by UAB. I mean UAB worked those guys in that win. You got to give them all the credit in the world and. UAB has been they've played there. They're they're old CUSA mates or whatever. So 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 FAU has gone to UAB and lost year after year after year. That's been a tough place for them to play. All that said, bro, it was just you know, it was a little talent and a lot of effort. And so I, I, I just think about those matchups, Memphis is still talented enough, man, where again, you know, you I what you're talking about, four and ones, the possibility of splitting or or sweeping them, I mean it's it's still there for you. It's still there for you. Because uh, Florida Atlantic can't run off from anybody here, so uh, I don't know. Was it a good thing or a bad thing they lose if they're out of the top twenty-five? I think they're going to be out. I mean, I those think... are still going to be quality wins either way, whether they're top twenty-five or in somebody's top thirty. You know what I'm saying with their yeah. net rating and yeah, ranking and everything else. So I just again, if you could just get on a roll with mm-hmm. the, the with with your big dogs with your studs, mm-hmm. maybe you can get, play yourself up to a point, John, where yes, you're ready to go ahead and beat those teams like we thought Memphis was capable of doing before the season started. Right, I think that's that's the hope. Uh, yeah, FAU's gettable. Uh, I mean, I I do think like I was going back and forth with somebody on 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 direct message. This team is weird enough to sweep FAU. They're weird enough to lose to Rice at home and sweep FAU. Yeah. Like I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, that's kind of what the announcers were saying. Here, so that's where I thought they were right. FAU and Memphis are very evenly matched. Like they have like the same you know they have the same sort of makeup. You know, they have really good, you know, they, John L. Davis is kind of like the guy that does it for them. He was 5 of 21 last night. You know, Quinterly, we know when he's on, it looks really good, and when he's off, it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you have um, David Jones, Elijah Martin, right? They're kind of like yep. matching up there. Then you have, um, you know, Walton, uh, you know, Greenlee, like just, you know, and then you sort of get into Golden, Tomlin, like it's just a very – evenly matched game, I think. Um, and it's going to come down to, you know, just like it did it, it last season, right? It's the same thing. It's going to be very nip and tuck with these two teams, which is to say Memphis can come out on the right side of that. To they, me, but they have to. Malco and Tomlin need to outplay Golden and they in can. that matchup. He only averages six rebounds a game. They are capable. If you, if you push him around, remember, we, we were talking about how much we liked him coming back into this season, like he those first couple of games. And he does. He's a super skilled big. But if you... If you big if you big time him like the big kid from UAB did yesterday, push him around a little bit, and Malco and, and Tomlin certainly capable of that. I think I think that's the start to winning the battle against them. And then you see if the shots drop from those guards. But 
you you cannot let Golden go off. You do that, yeah, you probably stand to lose. And again, Memphis got the personnel, right? So, um, you know, hopefully it all comes together, man. Exactly, and I think it will, Jason. Uh, you do. I, I think it will. Yeah, I think if you know. Well. I, I, I I'm think, not sure if I've got that much. Confidence I think this yet. team. Let me, let me I, see Tulane first. I think this team is just weird. I just think they're going to rise to the moment, and they're going to, and they're also going to like dip to the moment. You know, like they're just going to whatever whatever the quality of team is. Yeah, they play a little competition, and they haven't seen a good one in forever, bro. Since SMU at home on January seventh. So yeah, like it's just been a lot of crap. And I think once you raise the level of competition, hope so. This team will, but like they have not seen, like I mean, SMU would say you'd say is, but I mean, you got to go back to December, you know, mid-December, damn near, right? You know, Virginia, Clemson, A and M, like you go from that to, oh my God, we got to play South Florida, you know, Wichita State, mm-hmm. like, you know, psychologically, it's like a, it's just a, it's a deflation, and I think this team kind of struggled with that. Um, and so when when it ramps back up, I do think there's a chance that they'll be ready. Um, and so we'll we'll know we'll have our answer, right? We'll have our answer uh, on Thursday on the road at North Texas. Uh, so we'll see if if uh, that is DJ's due date. So if DJ uh, he you can't start your life zero and one, right? No, you can't. This is this going to be the DJ game? That is the question. Yeah, very well could be. Uh, he could be coming. He may have other plans. So he could be coming before them. It's just like you know. Again, we just know. It's just like you know. Yeah, like when when does he want it? Does he want to be on Team Dad, right? And let me have this last Super Bowl without worrying about being in the delivery room, or does he, you know, want to watch it in the delivery room? Like that's you know, it just depends on the personality type that I'm getting here. I'm going to learn a lot about my son. You know whether or not we make it this weekend. You said you're getting you're getting Sam with this one, right? Because Riley is so much like you, isn't that kind of what we yeah, talked about earlier? Hope, okay. Yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. Okay. I don't know oh, how it generally DJ works. DJ be cool and laid back, kind of like yes, like your boy. Kinda that would like be me. nice. Kind of like his uncle Jason. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Now, if he's too much like his uncle Jason, obviously, like if he comes out, for example, uh, you know, a little darker, right? A little Patrick Mahomes right. shade. That yeah. would be an issue. Uh, but no, I, I think we're hoping for uh, some some mellow, okay, like not yeah. colic. Now Riley wasn't really, Riley was not colicky. She just didn't sleep, you know. So that was like the and I don't really sleep either. So she's me made over, no question about it. Right. I want somebody, you know. I love me either way, but I want a son who's going to just sleep and just be like cool, you know, and not cry that much. You know, yeah, you start to ask for a lot. I know. Sleep, be cool, not cry. I just feel like you know maybe I'm I, I just I, I don't know I don't even want to get into it honestly it just it's a yeah, it builds your anxiety it's a per don't well I, I have a, I have a thing that I but I I don't want to mention it because it's probably an insane thing to even think but uh, anyway <laughs> Memphis is uh, now winners of two in a row and they are back in action on Sunday against Tulane. Next story. Uh, I have talked a great deal about the Super Bowl. The 2024 Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement class. Uh, is out. Seven-member class of 2024 will include defensive end Julius Peppers, former Bayer, uh, but probably more known for his uh, Carolina days, I suppose. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwight Freeney, uh, former Colts defensive end. Linebacker Patrick Willis, who was an absolute stud with the Niners. My man Devin Hester, the NFL record holder for kickoff and punt returns for touchdowns. A little bit of pushback on whether a special teams guy like Hester right. should be in there. Yeah. I'll, uh, you can address that if you wish. And then, uh, of course, wide receiver Andre Johnson will also be, uh, is is one of the guys enshrined in the modern era uh, selections. Uh, Randy Gratishar played uh, his last game in 1983. Defensive tackle Steve McMichael retired in 1994. Uh, former member of that Bears defense back in '85 were senior finalists selected to be enshrined. In terms of those guys, we'll get to the Hester thing in a minute. Which ones you have the the most feelings for? Feel the strong, feel uh, the strongest, feel the strongest about. I would say Andre. I would say Andre Johnson because I so mean, beast in Houston. He didn't win anything though. No, he didn't win anything. But, his, but it, what, that wasn't his fault. Exactly. Individually, I mean, did he ever? Who it's just was, like Calvin. It's a lot like Calvin. Who was his QB for the most for most of his career? Man, didn't it keep changing? Yeah, it was like Shaw, right? Some years, and then it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he just was constantly. Did he have the older car too? He did have David Carr, but I don't think that lasted long. Oh, it didn't because David got so beat up. Maybe he didn't because he came in in 03. Carr might have been washed out by then, bro. Maybe so. Um, I don't know who was. I think his quarterback, as, as you said, too. mostly changed. So um, the fact that this guy was able to make seven Pro Bowls um, <laughs> with all that 
turnover at that position is pretty damn amazing. Um, yeah, Andre Johnson was definitely like a guy when I started watching football. Carr was 02 to 06. Okay, so he did have Carr for a few mm-hmm. years. Okay, he did. Um, Starting all them games. I, I remember like, because like, when, you know, when I, I was probably 12 years old when he came into the league. I was getting into fantasy, you know, yes. like and like I would like, oh man, this Andre Johnson guy, like that was how I judged a player. It was like, mm-hmm. does he, does he, is he, is he killing it on the fantasy football side of it? And Andre Johnson always did, bro. He was always finishing with like hundred yards, touchdown. Like that dude was an absolute monster. So, um, yeah, and Dwight Franey, I mean, Dwight Franey was an absolute beast, man, on the end there for the Colts all those years. That's when I was like, I was like, oh my god. Andre Johnson and Dwight Freeney are going in the hall. I am old. Uh, Freeney is 18th all-time in sacks with 125 and a half. It was a seven-time Pro Bowl selection. Remember, he had the spin move. Uh, was yep. his signature move for Freeney to get to the quarterback. So yep. I will uh, I'll remember. I mean, Peppers was just a beast. And remember, he played uh, basketball in North Carolina as well. Like, he was just this freak athlete. Even in the years, you know, that the Bears had gotten him, he was still a, a stud. Yeah. Um, did, he, did he end up with Green Bay, too? Like, was there one more team? With Hester? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, my man Julius Peppers. I thought maybe he played. I for think one, there might have been that he played for one yeah, more team right. besides Carolina. Yeah, I don't Bears. think he did well there. Um, not say yeah, just one. I think he did have a stint. Incorporate yeah, that all right. of his career, and then with Hester, he's just the best to ever do it in special teams. And I can understand the argument of well, listen, it's just special teams. He didn't play offense, defense, and you know those guys aren't special. But dude, nobody did it at his level, and and just like a, you know, a receiver can change the game and make the Hall of Fame individually, but he depends on right. a quarterback. I just think Hester, for what he did and what he was asked, he made that special teams unit a weapon and literally an offensive weapon. He was that good, and it, I don't think that's my Bears bias talking here. Um, that dude was 19 career regular season touchdown returns, 14 punt, five kickoffs. That's an NFL record. He also returned the opening kickoff of a Super Bowl yep, for that, a touchdown. That I mean, was awesome. I mean, the, the facts. Know, just that highlight will always be there. Now we lost the dang game, right. but you do it on the biggest stage, yep. and you hold the record. Bro, yeah. bro belongs. He's the best to ever. Do it on special. Yeah, teams. I mean, I think you have to get guys. You have to honor guys like that. You know, I mean, they. You know, Dante Hall before him. You um, keep wanting to go back to him, right? You Dante try, Hall. One day you try to make him too great, but yes, he, I don't think he'll. I don't think he's a hall, a hall of Famer, exactly. but I mean, he was definitely like he paved the way for David Devin Hester. Make no mistake about it. Hester's on the short list of players that says who was selected to two All Decade teams in his career. You got to be good for a long time to do that. He got it for both the 2000s and yes. the 2010s. Yes. So, uh, back up off. Yeah, I mean, you Hester attackers, so, you Hall of Famer attackers. Hester's in there now. I ain't looking forward. That speech might be something. Hester wasn't always, you know, the best interview. That's okay, but um, I'm happy for him. Yeah, happy I mean, for Steve McMichael too, Mongo. Yes, um, some other honors that were handed out. Lamar MVP, as we expected. As we expected. Yep. Um, I will say I watched like I didn't watch. I, I watched a little bit uh, live. This was in very Vegas. Very rare right? for me. Yeah, it's in Vegas, yeah. so it's all sort of there. That's why. Yeah. I thought it was like actually a really really good show, like a good like I think it's way better than what the NBA does. Like I felt like it was like it it moved it was funny it moved along like you know the NFL sort of gets a bad rap for not having personality and stuff and that might be fair in some ways but I thought it was really really entertaining for what it was you know and and like NBA always kind of feels corny uh, but I felt like this one was just uh, this one was good um, and it was you know it was it was entertaining like I said so uh, Lamar MVP I think Christian McCaffrey got Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, he's mad about the fire alarms getting pulled. So, I mean, I just, I'm probably going to add to a Francisco. lot of wine, and I love it. Uh, Distractions. What else? Uh, Will Anderson, rookie of the year on defense. Uh, CJ Stroud, rookie of the year on offense. Dude, but the upset. When do you get the yeah, comeback you, you're player building of the year? up to it, yeah. The comeback player of the year award did not go to DeMar Hamlin. It, it did not go to Baker Mayfield. Anybody we named yesterday. It went to Joe Flacco, man. And your broad your, that you sent me lost a ton of money on it. I felt George bad Riley. for him. George Riley had $8,700 on the Comeback Player of the Year award market. He had <laughs> he had 3K. Whoa, whoa. He, he had 3K on Tua at 8 to 1. He had 2K on uh on Baker, which would have paid out 200,000, and then he had Three something on Demar Hamlin, uh, and he lost everything. He managed to have everybody but now the we winner. would have told him yesterday because those were the three candidates, three four that we discussed. Right. That he, you know, okay, that's one of those is going to come through. You, that's good. right. 
and then Flacco came through. Now, now that was the wrong choice. Can we? Admit it is that? the wrong choice. The he wrong didn't play choice. enough. He didn't of a play season, enough, man. He was fantastic. But he didn't play enough of a season. And it's not like I mean, he was just a free agent. He didn't come back from anything. I mean, Baker, Baker's. I think even he said he was uncomfortable he, he with did. it. Didn't he, he? He, yes. t- he told That's CBS Sports Radio choice. that Demar. This is back in on the twenty sixth. He said Demar Hamlin should win it. All I did was come back from like being retired. Like that's not a comeback. That's I a, agree, man. That's a choice. That's I like agree. A, that's like you could have you you dude. You made enough money in your life. You had won a Super Bowl. Your career was set, right? Yes. Baker's career was going to be forcibly ended, right? I mean, oh, it, yeah. it wasn't like he was going to go into like a chosen retirement. He came back and proved himself and got a big contract. Demar Hamlin was dead. He you know, so that's. I mean, give it to Flacco. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's that's an unfortunate choice. It was a shocker. And that's... I feel bad for you, man, on George Riley. Congrats. He, he could tell he was very upset last night, and he blamed the Bears. Well, I think Flacco had gotten him before is what he was saying, right? He was saying that if they if the Bears do what they're supposed to do against the Browns... Oh, he's not getting... He ends the, the, the Bears would have ended this story, and the, and the Browns don't make the playoffs or whatever the case may be, and... He blamed the Bears. That is crazy. It didn't even come to any of our minds to mention Flacco I yesterday. Think in a previous conversation, we might he was in the market about, I mean, about he, it. Yeah, we had was, discussed it because yeah. John saw his odds, name John? on the list. What, what, I don't know what they closed at. I don't know what they Jesus, closed. Jesus, I didn't even think about Flacco, and I because rep- he shouldn't I, because I he shouldn't be up for it. it. He, That's he why you didn't think about it. He was playing well in the regular no, season. Got I mean, he was he was like going over three hundred. You know, he was. I would Man, say throwing picks like I told you he was going to do. When what was that game that I told you Flacco's going to be the difference with the interceptions? And he was. Yes. You some game you were on the wrong side of. Yes. Two fifty to one. Is that right? I don't. Well, some people had that. Some people it's had that one point. I think that I think that was that was when he like first got the job. Freaking a man! Like, oh nuts. man, if he comes in and he does anything like, yeah, some people made uh, a lot of a lot of money on that decision Ooh. last night. And other people lost a lot of money on that decision last night, like our man George Riley. Jeff wow. says he should get that award every day if the criteria is just not dying. You know, which I <laughs> no, mean, he's right. I mean, that's when, and, and well yeah, I mean, I, that's that, that's why we <laughs> that's why we landed on Baker yesterday. Yeah, we felt like Baker was the true comeback player of the year award. Yeah. winner because again, Demar doesn't play, and he had that fake punt, which was disastrous. And like only two solo tackles. Yes, uh, Joe. Was retired. He was living the good life. It's not like he was like coming back from adversity. Like what you know? How, how you gonna how you gonna do a, a segment on Hawaii and the fires and the, and then the do and you give the comeback award to a guy that was like living a happy life well, and playing I mean, golf. The argument would be he came back from old. Yeah, I mean, but that, Tom Brady was older. Age. Brady was older. Yeah. We've seen older. Again, I'm oldest. not on that side. I would I, argue I, to, well, that he didn't play that, enough. That's the problem when you're betting on markets where media votes. Because you can't begin to know how they're going to vote. Yeah. So next year it'll be Aaron Rodgers. He'll be the leader. That's a good bet, Brian. He'll be the leader. He'll so be your money on Rodgers right now. Yeah. If you were if you were well, a betting, he's going to be an overwhelming favorite. Yeah. though. I mean, he's going to be probably in the minus. You know, I mean, that's just the you know, and 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 then he's going to make make it through a whole season. But yes, he's going to come back from being not unvaccinated and hurt. <laughs> yes, I guess Burrow could challenge Burrow. Yeah. yeah, bro was out long enough. That's, right? a, That's yeah. a comeback. Good, good he pick. He could. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be the the uh, automatic. A lot of quarterbacks went down. Kirk. Oh, Kirk. A lot yeah. of starters good. went down. Oh, Kirk's a good one because he tore the Achilles. Achilles. That's tough. That's right. If he does it, he'll be in the running. Kirk's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. So Aaron, Joe. I think media will not want to vote Aaron because no. of, because no. of his like attitude. So you no. know they can tell. They'll say, Aaron, you can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Kirk, they, they're going to love Joe. They're going to love for yeah. sure. Uh, I feel like there were more quarterbacks. That there went were down, more start because we saw we saw backups. Yeah. And Deshaun will probably never win anything. No, he will not either. He will not get that award. In terms of, because media. Yes, it's a media that. award. So, so remember no that. Yeah. For him. Like how do how does media view that how they feel about him? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, but that's that's a good look. I mean, I, again. If you want to tie your money up, uh, there are a lot of other better ways to do it than trying to figure out who the hell the comeback player of the year award winner is going to be. But uh, very, very controversial. Well, r- real quick, let me just dovetail that because this happened last night too at the NFL Honors Award Show that we're talking about. The, uh, the and we touched on the Jets and Aaron Rodgers that Brad brought up. Their owner Woody Johnson uh, sort of laid it out for Sala 
and for Zach Wilson. You don't see most owners do this, but he was there last night speaking publicly for the first time since the end of the season, said he's angry because of the team's disappointing 7-10 finish, and he has all but issued a playoff mandate for Sala. Uh, uh, on that team. He said, the discussions I've had in the last couple of months, they've seen me about as mad as I can be with what was going on with the offense particularly. We have all this talent, and we have to deploy uh, that we, and we have to deploy talent properly. So I think all we all got, they all got the message, this is it. This is the time to go. We've got to produce this year. Um, they asked him about a backup quarterback, and they said, we didn't have one this year, which was a slap to the face of Zach Wilson, wow. who was their backup quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, yeah, at one time, what, number two pick in the draft? Uh, Woody Johnson for Woody Johnson's franchise. So he laid the law down pretty much yesterday. Again, you, you don't see these owners come out and talk in this way usually. Usually they keep this behind closed doors. But uh, Jets, who are 18-33 and 33 under mm-hmm. Sala, tell you, he's kind of lucky to still be there you know, in a way, even though I realize most of it was derailed last season because of Aaron Rodgers. I guess he held on enough to that team that you feel decent enough. But, yeah. No, nobody's seat's going to be hotter than Salas going into next year. Well, I mean, yeah, the expectation and is early so. When you have that, you know, now they didn't have Aaron Rodgers this year, so it's like it's hard to what, – what did you really expect? But He says he's uh, that Salas is going to concentrate on offense this year, even though he's a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. He's got D.C. Jeff Ulbrich to kind of do the defensive. We've got to get good special – we've got good special teams. It's offense, offense, offense. Well, it's, it's, it's made a lot easier if Aaron, John, if Aaron Rodgers returns – to form uh, for Robert Sala, but no, man. Yeah, I, I would say this dude, see, he's lucky to still have the job, and he'll be the first guy if that thing starts off shaky next year fired. Yeah, I think that's, that is exactly right, and they'll see what they can do. But, yeah, the, the gauntlet has definitely been laid down. Next story. All right, on to Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowls this weekend. No, I'm not sure if you. I heard you're going to a party. I did did uh, possibly got an invite. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did did. Uh, I mean, I got a you know. Billy's must have just gotten returned to sender or something. He, I, I don't know. Hmm? I was just saying, I didn't. I don't know if his. He must have meant to send it to me, but he just got. No, I think he knows. I think he knows DJ's on the way, and that you're not. You won't be available. Is that? Does he know that? Yeah. Okay, I don't know that. I don't know that uh, DJ's not going to be here, but that's fine. I'll t- I'll take that up with Billy okay. privately. But yeah. but but just understand that I heard I heard the whole thing I heard the whole thing today on uh, <laughs> on uh, on the Jeff Calkins show, but uh, nothing's really changed, right? Still San Francisco minus two, uh, forty-seven and a half on the total. We've beat this thing to death. You're on the Chiefs. I'm on the Forty ers I'm more interested in the halftime show. That's where my interest is at this point in the game. Now, as Corey said, if you bet this and watch it, you have half a brain. Uh, does that apply to the Usher performance, though? He did not. He did not say that. He did not ex- explicitly state whether it applied to the halftime show. Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay, it does not. So uh, there are a few ways that you can bet on the Usher halftime. I'm very performance. excited about this. I've been bumping OMG ever since you played it yesterday, bro. Yes. Uh, and maybe we can like kind of talk this through. Okay. And see if we can agree. All right. I'll go through the the things that I have available. Uh, this is not going to be available at your FanDuel's, your Superbooks, your DraftKings. This is all going to be o- offshore, unregulated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just as a fool. I mean, okay. it's just a disclaimer. Uh, but uh, Usher's first word in Super Bowl halftime show performance, the favorite at minus 155 is yo. Then Vegas plus 180. What's up plus 250. Yeah, plus 300. Hello, plus 550. Make some noise plus six hundred. Usher plus six hundred. Peace plus seven hundred. I can't hear you plus nine hundred. Oh, this is very easy, and my answer is on the plus side. So you're gonna make a little here. Okay. It's it's um it's gonna be Vegas. What if he says loss? I think that counts as a hit. Okay, no. Okay. I mean that's a, that, that's not. A, you need to take that. Yeah, that's a great question for the book before you put it in there. But uh, that it says manager decision is final. So I, I would su- I would assume wow I because would, he's doing the residency out there and is all, and is so comfy already mm, already home good in insight a way here John he's Jason t- he's talking good, to good his insight. people yes and he's gonna say Vegas mm-hmm. are good. you ready good Jason but, but, but he might say Las Vegas though is is what I'm saying like Las he Vegas. might I'm including that and I'm hoping that in that bet that as long as he says La- I mean. That loss should be a, a, a choice there. Then and it's not. What about? Oh my it's, God! Because dark. That, that's not a. That's not one of the choices here. 
It's not, I, would, I would, by the way, I would not bet on this. This is like a he, like he could say anything. I'm not betting on this. He could say some version of something that's not even on the board, and you just lose. So, like, I'm only Oof. getting like this is like, like honestly, if you bet this, you're an idiot. But it is available. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be watching. I, the first thing he's going to say is Vegas. Are say, you ready? Yes. Like your pick. I I agree, but I'm the only my only contention is I think he's going to say Las Vegas. I win with well, that. I don't know that for a fact, though. I don't know that for a fact. Yes, you do. Yes. It's like, is how is that great? He will address the, the the Vegas crowd and with Las Vegas or Vegas. All right, here's something that's a little easier to de- to to determine: number of songs in Usher's Super Bowl halftime show performance over nine and a half, over under nine and a half. Man, it would help with some context here on like how many Rihanna did the year before. You know and how many? That, well, I'm that, assuming it's probably this, like right that, that it's around there. Yeah. I don't know. It felt like she was in the teens last year, though. I want to say that's why I'm asking that question. She said my, 13 my, snippets of 13 songs. Exactly. See, my inclination here is to go over. Because Usher's got so many hits. Okay. And they're going to break it down into a medley where he's getting a yes. bunch of them in. You know, just like we saw with Dre years ago and like we saw with Riri last year. Yes. So, yeah, all his collabs. I, I feel real, I, maybe almost too safe. I feel too that, that I'm over here. Well, I think we're going to go well let's over. Let's do a process of elimination, right? Let's let's determine which songs are absolutely going to be well, played. I don't have his list in front of I've me. I've got sure it. You, okay, It's good. a good thing I'm here. OMG. OMG is getting played. That's one. Yeah. Um... Uh, well, yeah, that's two. number yes. two. See what I did there? Yes, yeah. Uh, how about, um, how about, uh, uh, you don't have to call. You don't have to call. Yeah, th- it'll be in the medley. That's three. Yeah. So you, you, so you feel confident about you don't have to call? I think so. Okay, so that's three. It's upbeat enough. Again, none of the slow jams. This yeah. will be dance, folks dancing yeah. and stuff. Upbeat and stuff. Th- yes, yes. Love in this club's yeah. getting played. It'll be in there. Oh, for sure. That's 100%. four. Um, Remember, you got to think dancers behind upbeat. him. Upbeat. Collabs, all of his collabs. What about his collabs? Well, that, up, that's, yeah. you got one. Lil John be there. Yeah, Lil John get up there. DJ got us falling in love again. Yeah. Yep. That's five. Um, will scream? Scream will be played. I think yeah, make me want to scream. Yeah, he said he's going to be on Six. skates. What would he skate Six. to? Anything? Oh, sure, well, he does that anything. in his show. Yeah, I think in he's, Vegas he skates. Thing? Yeah, in a bunch of his videos. I know at least one. He's skating All the whole right. damn time. Okay, so we got, we're at six. Six now. Will caught up be played? Caught, caught up. up. Caught up. Yeah, caught, caught up. Caught up will no. be played. Got me feeling it. Caught up. Yeah, I I'll think caught up's getting because like yeah. that. It's like that vintage catalog. Yes, uh-huh. that's seven. That's seven. Can we find three more? Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's let's. Hey, Daddy. Will Hey Daddy be played? This is caught up. I don't know. Hey, Daddy. I'm trying to remember how that goes. Play Hey, Daddy, real quick, Brad. Yeah, let's we let we, know, we think this one's in, so let's hear yeah. Hey, Daddy. Because hey, I don't Daddy remember that off the top. I think, again, like, there's a Hey, Daddy. You're like, Daddy's home. I just want to get your oh, attention. I just want to get your attention. Oh, for sure he's playing this. This one of their big, one of their big, uh, one of his big hits. Will he slow it down at all? I mean, it, it's going to slow down when everything like, stops and they put all the light on him, and that's the one they're going to do right there. I don't think this. I I I, I don't think this was going to. Yeah, I think that was too slow. Too slow. I, th- I think. Um, oh no, that's a big one. It's right a huge there. joint. And bro. I can see the woman out there and him again making yes. this a little part of a medley. You're not playing the you whole thing. You don't think he would play little, Burn over this if he's going to really go burn's slow? Good. I love it's burn. too slow. And he's got a catalog, bro. Yeah, so I'm saying that's Ooh. why I know we'll be over nine and a half. Man, I'm not, I, don't, I don't struggle with. I think whether, he is whether going we're over getting that. the right ones or not, he's going to be over. Like, and, they, and they'll speed this up a little bit. He's got yeah. a ton of hits. You're like, right. It'll, it'll go I up think, tempo. I think the over is the bet. Like, his, he gets too many. Correct. You got it bad? Yeah, if you have 15 and, minutes. And right? he's going to feel a great pressure to get all of the hits in there. Exactly. You know, what, what he feels like you want to hear. And so exactly. It, it so has to I be think, over nine I think, and a half. Now, it's minus 120, so you're paying some big, but I think it's over. I think that's the answer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, will Usher perform a Taylor Swift song during the performance? Yes. No. Six to one. No is minus 1,600. No. What, 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 what is this, Coldplay? We're going to make the thing all about her. We don't, we don't need Taylor nah, Swift's catalog no. here. No. Uh, will he give a shout-out to Taylor Swift during the Super Bowl? Plus 400. No, he will not. I we'll, agree. We'll there is enough no, of no. her on the television. His show, exactly. Is right. she even going? Is that is she that is going to be there? Oh wow, she will be there. She'll be oh, taking a private jet back from Tokyo. 
and she will be so there. So I'm sure airtime for her in seconds is probably somewhere on somebody's Yeah, oh yeah, it's out there. Yeah. They're going to have footage of the jet landing, for God's sakes. They'll show her dancing during the Usher concert, I they guarantee were. you. Yes. Number of collabs during Usher Super Bowl performance. This is interesting. Over 2.5, minus 175, under plus 120. It's hard for me because I, I mean I know Lil John. That's one for sure. Yep. But he did didn't he do so many of these? But he's, he's coming. A ton of them. He's coming. He's on. Yeah, he's on loving this. But who club, else but, though? Is what I'm saying. How we get uh, to three? Bieber, Bieber possibly. Yeah, he's got a new album together. he's working on. So I think Biebs will be there. I mean, what's Be- the Bieber song? Uh, uh, I just want somebody to love. Oh. I mean, I'm just saying. But Bieber could be there. Like who else says uh, Gucci Man could be there? I oh, am. Yeah. I see Gucci man. Like you, you know, there's gonna be like Ludacris could be there. Mm-hmm. Luda. Uh, that's three. I think it's over there too. I think there's gonna be a lot because Usher's over, a, under. Usher is a feature guy. Yes. Yeah. So he's got a lot of features, and I think he's gonna want to. Like, it's Vegas. It's gonna be a freaking party. Everybody wants to be on his in his show. He's not gonna like Bogard and say this is mine and everybody. He performs in Vegas every damn day. Right. So he's like, this ain't nothing to him, man. He's like, everybody, you know, come on. So I think it's over two and a half as well. You're probably right. And, and probably a good argument on Bieber. Plus makes you a little more mainstream. Yes. Get you, get you um, a white performer up there with you. Yeah. Uh, let's oh, see. Good. Uh, good. Will Justin Bieber appear on stage as plus 250? Minus 550? No. See, he's up there, though. Uh, yeah. I, he, All right. My guess is he's going to be there. Yes. few the, more. He's got a new album he's working on. He'll, he'll want to be there. I'm with you. few more here. Uh, will Usher expose a nipple? Come on, man. He's well, that's shirtless, like, shirtless. That counts, yes. right? Yes. No is minus 160. Yes is plus 120. No, we keep it tasteful. Bro is going to have his shirt off 100%. If he doesn't, something's wrong with the Super shirt Bowl. Off? Women, no. women love him. I don't think Brad he's going to do that anymore. No. To have his shirt off. I don't want him. My They're, wife does. I mean, people, women love Usher. They love shirtless Usher. This ain't like Janet Jackson exposing a nipple. It's Usher, for God's sakes. That bro is ripped. What if shirt off. What if he's wearing I don't a, think. I don't see it. What if he wears a, a, a tank top and a nipple shows is that the same as exposing it it's like it is a nipple is exposed at that point you could see him wearing a tank top right no i mean okay. the, the most i this you maybe want maybe, a maybe a see-through like the the brother lenny kravitz had on oh okay uh, the other night maybe a see-through you're he, not a shirtless he's not, guy he's here. not going shirtless he's not going tank top okay okay no no nipples right, I mean, this, this is like this is like a his sunday john's, at church his johns might be okay. pierced y'all don't know yeah will, might not want to uh, show that will uh-huh. usher be wearing sunglasses in his first appearance yes is minus 250 yeah. I think so, too. Yep. I'd be shocked if he's not. Uh, and then, finally, type of necklace he'll be wearing. Uh, ball chain is the favorite at 2-1. to one. Uh, Box chain, 2.5-1. to one. I don't even know how you can begin to – how do you grade this? How do you grade – Yeah, I'm not a big chain guy, so on all the cuts, I'm not all familiar yeah, I'm not with. not sure. Have you seen how he pierced his ears? I've never seen – he has the center pierce. I mean, I they not. are. It's a solid nugget of, of diamonds. Bro might have his nipples pierced. You don't he might. know. That's well, right. I mean, if, his ear piercing is. If you have your nipples you pierced, you, 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 should, you like probably that. want to show that. Like you're, yeah, you, you nah. want people to see it. You got to take them out for that. You know, I mean, Brad wants to see the nips, man. You got to let Brad. I'm just telling you, women go to see him in Vegas to see Usher's chest. Women love that dude. I bet he. I'm sure he does it in the show. Yes, probably brings a woman up. This is going to be the highest rated Super Bowl. I mean, this is. It's got everything. It's got everything. I don't think anybody's more excited about Usher than you are. I love Usher. I love, friggin' love Usher, man. And John loves that weird Michael Jackson song. Y'all have shown me some today. Love Usher. That, yeah, that, show me that, another Usher's side big. of he's you a, He's a friggin'. There's a reason why he can hold it down in Vegas show after show after yeah. show. I just got an email from his reps. They have filed a TRO uh, on uh, Brad. <laughs> you are not to come within right, 500 miles. I'm sorry. I, I am sounding a little super it's, it's, stalkery. It's like you're not allowed yeah. to be in the same state is actually it. what they say. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, yes, it should be a fun night. And I think the, the ones I feel best about, over two and a half collabs. Can I parlay this? Over two and a half collabs and over nine and a half songs. I think that's the way to do it. That would be that would be the way to do it, in my opinion. Uh, and good about those numbers. Too. Fun little way to uh, to sweat this thing out. All right, hey, we're gonna come back. Josh Pastor is gonna join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to him about college basketball, Memphis, get his thoughts on the Tigers, and more. Stick around, Jason and John. Are you trying to FM ESPN? Coverage on 92.9 FM ESPN is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com. most influential metal bands of all time for the fans for the brothers for legacy pantera 
this Saturday, FedEx Forum with special guest Lamb of God. On sale now at LiveNation.com. Pantera live in concert. FanDuel uh, and football fans, we want you to have a little fun when it comes to Super Bowl 58. You can do that with a no-sweat same-game parlay over at FanDuel. When you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. That's because America's number one sportsbook FanDuel's got all your favorite bets, like the money line, the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets that you can put together. Nice little way to put down a couple dollars when you tank of gas or go for more. You can combine all those bets, whether or not Travis Kelsey's going to score uh, a touchdown, whether or not Christian McCaffrey going to go over on the rushing yards for a chance at a bigger payday and get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. So start building your own or bet a popular SGP that's already pre-made for you in America's number one sportsbook. Those pre-made SGPs, cool way to see what other folks are doing and figure out how you want to build your own. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith if you don't already have an account. Again, that promo code is JSMITH. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and of 929FM ESPN. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issue is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund, five bucks unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-97. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My God. What you'll be saying when you see the results, the Live Love Memphis group gets, they really do. It feels like a miracle from above sometimes. You may think your situation is hopeless. You may think... There's no way I can get out from underneath this home. That's what the Vandermans thought. They thought, man, every, every investor, every real estate agent we work with, they just tell us the same thing. We cannot get out from under this home. The Live Love Memphis group, no such thing. Jen said, I can help. That's exactly what she did. Got that home listed and sold, and the Vandermans into their dream home after that. What they do every day, reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. 625-5200 is a very important number. Get a hold of Jennifer Carson. As a matter of fact, lock it in. Because uh, you may make other calls, and in a lot of cases, as it was with the Vandermans, you're going to get different advice. For the Vandermans, they said, no, we can't help you. For Jennifer Carson, said it was different. She has a tendency, as John said, to make the, the miraculous happen, or what may seem miraculous to you. It's normal for her, so make the call, 625-5200. Most importantly, she's going to get you the most money for that home, and she is excellent. Did it for me, did it for the Vandermans on finding you that dream home as well, so she can help you on both sides. No need to make any other calls. She's the best. 901-625-5200. So live love Memphis, live love Nash, and live love the Soto teams at the real estate agents. Hi, we're back. Jason and John, 99.9 FM, ESPN. How's your Friday going? 
swimmingly so far. Because I know, I know you're thinking about the Super Bowl. Like you just, you. The, I'm the, thinking the, about Patrick Mahomes raising up his third yeah. in six years. Now, That's I, what I'm thinking now, about. I, now we were actually having this discussion while we're on the topic. Actually, this is a, is a good one here that we just kind of tripped into as we usually do. We tripped on the on the uh, roots of the decision tree. <laughs> um, you alleged you you actually asserted before this show began, uh, right as the music hit, that Patrick Mahomes, should he win this game, would be off to the greatest start in a professional athlete's career's history. Yeah, top that. Now, no, how about that? Go find me somebody who's at a better start to their career right. than Patrick Mahomes as a starter. Right, as a starter, yes. Would be three Super Bowls in six seasons. Because a relevant player, right? Yes. So so three Super Bowls in six seasons if he wins. I'm counting from the beginning right. of his starting years. And we said, well, Jordan, no. Not Jordan. No, Jordan wasn't winning titles like this to start out. Took him took him a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Kobe Kobe didn't start, it was like the, like the turn of the century. Really, with Kobe? Yeah, I can get you his years if that's what you're looking. No, for. I mean, I think we kind of know. Quickly, we know the years, right? Quickly scratch it right? off. It was after 2000, right? Um, mm. The only answer that I had, like off top, it wasn't LeBron. Well, Tiger Woods. But Tiger's interesting. Tiger's very interesting. It is. Now, a little different because it's not a team sport. I would say that it's individual. So I do think that is a, that should be entered into the argument. Because uh, you you control everything when it's you're, when you're the individual, right? But do you get more credit for that because you control everything when you're the individual? Like Mahomes, like Mahomes is part of a team sport does not control everything. Like his defense still has to take the field. My, my argument would be that you know Tiger destroyed a field that was much like Wilt Chamberlain destroying the old NBA. Like it, you know what I mean? It wasn't up to his level. Whereas Patrick. You know, whether it's these these defenses he's facing this year, having to go, you know, on the road twice to get here, is is going up against more. You know, Tiger didn't have a rival. That's how far above everybody else he was. And while that is impressive in terms of what you're having to go against to get there, I still make the, the case that what Patrick Mahomes is doing is tougher. Again, I ain't saying that, Tigers didn't dominate, mm-hmm. you know, or dominated. He did. he obviously dominated golf, but he didn't have a rival. He didn't have somebody pushing back at him. The entire NFL has been pushing back against Pat Mahomes yep. for the last what six years. And what did Tiger do in his first six years? How many Masters did he win? Oh, I mean, it's terminal. No, he won the one. Uh, I'm assuming I, he won I have more. If you're asking me to line it all up for your first six years, I don't have it in front of me. But yeah. I, I would use that argument in terms of you're just going against yourself. Mm-hmm. There was that, you know, and that. Again, he, 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 he joined the PGA Tour in 96. He won the Masters in 97. He won the PGA in 99. He was winning majors right off the bat. U.S. I mean, Open and the Open Championship in 2000. So he won four majors. Youngest winner ever of the U.S. Amateur. Five. I mean, he won a ton of majors in his first six years. He did. But he came out smoking. Yeah. I mean, the, his opposition in that case is the course and Correct. himself. Yeah, that, is, that is a fair point. There is no, there is no that's, that's the defense. That's fair. Whereas right. with with Patrick, you're going up against something that is aimed at stopping you. But if if I w- this would just be my counter to that, I'm not saying that it, it makes it the right argument. I'm just going to enter it in. Well, I think Tiger's made this an interesting conversation because I didn't think it was much of one beforehand. You had one other guy, Pat, but Tiger's. Pat, Pat Mahomes can have a bad day, and his defense can still have well, a pick I, six I, and I, carry I, him. If you're going to go there, I would apply the defense argument to this season. You can argue the defense has right. been the MVP this right. year because of the offensive struggles. Yes. Yes. The only other the only other name that I think we would, would be considered, especially in the team framework, would be Gretzky. Gretzky came in with the Oilers and won the MV, the Hart Trophy his first two years. All tons of records were shattered, and he ended up winning like three or four titles in his first eight years. I mean, something along those lines. Uh, you know, Stanley Cups. So I think Gretzky is the closest uh, to, in a team sport. Not individual, but a team. And then, like, what about, you know, uh, uh, Federer? I mean, if we're going to go down that route, right? Federer, Nadal. Again, if we, if maybe, it, again, in a team sport. If yes. You do, if you do it that way. Right. Well, and, I, and so I think it's Mahomes and probably Gretzky. I mean, those We have a above. listener, Brother Johnson, which says Magic Johnson won three titles in his first six seasons. 80, 82, okay. 85. Okay. I mean, that would be up there. Yeah. Phelps. Michael Phelps. Yep. But again, individual, yeah. right? 
So so you're so Tiger and those guys apply if we're just doing greatest start yeah. to a, a sports career period. But if we're keeping it to a start for yeah, team I mean sports, Magic is a great one because Ma- Magic, Magic, yeah, Magic. He won two MVP awards his first, you know, two MVP uh, awards his first Dwight six years. Good call, uh, Dwight Corey Gooden. Johnson. Dwight Gooden in 1984 at the age of 19, he went 17 and nine with a 2.6 ERA at at, eight, at 19 years old. But then you got to do it for you know five six years to start. Yeah, he went 194 and 112 with a 3.5 in his career, over 2,200 strikeouts, a four-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion. I had them titles. I guess he got – did he get them early? 84 to 86, 1988. His rookie year was 84, so they won the the World Series his His, rookie year. His his career kind of fell off, though. That's like – so I think that's kind of the great start. Yeah, like – Yeah, we're we're talking – we're analyzing starts No, I mean, that's that's in there. So he's – that's a good good one. But, yeah, but I think it, baseball. you wouldn't give it to him because you know it, like it, it just kind of faded after that. It was a hot yeah. start faded. Like, we know Mahomes isn't going anywhere, right? We know that Gretzky didn't go anywhere. We know that Mags didn't go anywhere. Cookies well, got Dwight. Yeah. Well, and to your point about, you know, other factors in your team, mm, you know, yeah. a starting pitchers going That's out right. there. That's right. It's kind of yeah. individual. Yeah. About it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.